In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. It is one thing to start well, and it's quite another to stay the course and finish well. We've been looking at the life and the example of a man by the name of Aquila and his wife Priscilla and how God worked in their family and then through their family to minister to so many others. And I would simply point out to you today, they're still ministering. They are still reaping because even now, this very week as we study their example, uh, they are being used of God to encourage us. Oh, may the Lord help us to be that kind of, of Christian and that kind of family uh, right where we are. We were first introduced to them, you remember, in Acts chapter 18. And then we saw them in Romans 16. We saw them in 1 Corinthians 16. But the last mention of them, the final time they're recorded in Scripture, is found in Paul's last letter. In fact, all the way at the very end, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 19 in a long list of people that he addresses and refers to, we read this, Salute Prissa and Aquila and the household of Anesiphorus. So here they are. Notice, please, they're still together. Thank God for that. Uh, could I say to every married couple, stay together. <laughs> Look, uh, distance and separation is not going to make it better. Stay close to one another, and more important, stay close to the Lord. If you'll both stay close to the Lord, He will enable you to stay close to one another. So they are still together. They are still serving the Lord, and obviously they are still on the heart and mind of the Apostle Paul. This was a couple that ministered to the minister. We've learned so many things from their life, haven't we? We, we learned that they served the Lord together, that they served God right where they were, that they supported the preacher that they were faithfully under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. We learned that they taught others what they had been taught, that they involved their whole house in the work of the local church. We learned that they were encouragers. All of these are wonderful things. May God help us to apply them. But let me give you one final thought today from the final mention in 2 Timothy 4, verse number 19, and it is this. They were faithful to the very end. In fact, chronologically, if you look at Acts 18, and then you come to 2 Timothy chapter 4. Uh, the span here is a number of years. Some people have suggested a, a minimum of 16 years, but perhaps longer than that. But the point is, many years after we are first introduced to them, they are still faithful to God. They are still faithful to one another. They are still faithful to the ministry God has given them as a, as a, a lay couple, as volunteers in the local New Testament church. I think... It is the example of what all of us ought to be. My parents, who in just a few days I'm going to introduce to you on this uh, series of broadcast, my parents have been married for almost 50 years. They've been serving the Lord in the same church for over three decades. When I look at their lives, I see in them what I want in my own life and marriage and ministry. Faithful to God, faithful to one another, faithful to their children and grandchildren, faithful to what the Lord has given them to do. You see, this is something all of us can be. 
The Bible says that most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man, who can find? There are a lot of braggarts today, a lot of people promoting themselves, but where are the faithful people? The Bible says in the Apostle Paul's writings that it's required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You may never be famous, and you may not feel yourself extremely gifted in certain areas, but you can be faithful with whatever God has given you right where you are. And that is exactly what Aquila and Priscilla did. They finished well. Thank God for an example of finishing well. Uh, Paul is himself signing off in 2 Timothy chapter 4. He's finishing well. Remember, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I've kept the faith. But isn't it glorious to see in the same chapter a married couple who are still fighting the good fight, finishing their course, and keeping the faith? In this same passage, Paul points out some faithful people and some unfaithful people. There are faithful people like Luke who's still with him. There are unfaithful people like Demas who forsook him. But thank God there's a faithful couple, a married couple still serving the Lord together and enjoying the journey together exactly as God intended for all of us. And do you know who I think the exact opposite of Aquila and Priscilla is in Scripture? There's another married couple. Another married couple introduced to us in the book of Acts. Another married couple, though, that once they make their initial appearance, do not show up again. They pass from the scene tragically. Do you remember who, who it is? It's a couple by the name of Ananias and Sapphira. You remember them? Ananias and Sapphira lied to the Holy Ghost, pretended they were giving uh, everything to God, and instead the Bible says they kept back part. May I tell you uh, that the couple we've been studying are the exact antithesis of that. They kept back nothing. Ananias and Sapphira kept back part for themselves. Aquila and Priscilla gave everything to Jesus Christ. Ananias and Sapphira were a lot of talk. But Aquila and Priscilla were substance. They were the real deal. They were faithful to the very end. And I'll tell you, friends, that will cost you something. That doesn't come easy. There's no, no substitute for faithfulness, and there's no shortcut to it. Years ago, I remember reading the story of a man in Ontario, Canada, by the name of Mr. Martin, I believe it was, if my memory serves me correctly, who loved to go to yard sales, who loved to, to uh, go through garage sales. For the record, I, I hate them. Now, my wife loves them, uh, and so I love them because I love her. But uh, they're not my favorite thing in the world. But Mr. Martin loved them, went to them frequently. A true story. One day, he walked through a garage, saw an old dusty painting, and uh, decided it was pretty. It was covered in dust. It was unframed, but he thought he'd like to have it. And he asked the owner how much for the old painting, and the owner said $100. Now, I've not been to a lot of yard sales and garage sales, but I know $100 for anything is pretty expensive. He tried to get him down, but he wouldn't budge off of it. And Mr. Martin liked the painting so well, he paid $100 for it. I remember thinking to myself in reading the story, what a waste, $100 for an old, dusty, unframed painting. But as the story went, some months later, that same painting sold on eBay for, I believe it was $50,000. And the moral of the story was that the only one who reaped the benefit of it was the one who was willing to make the investment. I wonder how many of us have walked past so much potential so many times, unwilling to pay the price. Dear friend, if you want God's best for your family and you want God's blessing, not only upon your family, but through your family to others, you want God to make you a blessing, it will cost you. You'll have to pay the price, and the price is faithfulness to God and what God has given you to do. 
you'll have to determine by the grace of Almighty God that you're not going to be perfect. Aquila and Priscilla uh, were not perfect people. They were not sinless people, uh, but they were people mightily used of God because they simply gave themselves to the Lord all the way through and finished well. I want to challenge you, wherever you are today, to just stop, even now, and rededicate yourself to the Lord. Reconsecrate your family to God. Plead the blood of Christ and give yourself to the Lord afresh and anew. Let today be a new beginning for you. You may even want to gather your family around and pray over them. You may want to go around and let each member of the family voice some prayer to God. But wouldn't it be great if all of us determined by the Lord's grace that we were going to finish well? That at the end of the story, our names could still be read and someone could say they were faithful to the very end. You see, this is one of my favorite couples because this is a faithful couple. May the Lord help every one of us to be faithful and to finish well. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.